All right, everyone, welcome back to Lake City Variety episode eight, the eighth episode. That's right. We've made it to doing the intro right at the start. We did it. We went from doing it 20 minutes in to an hour in to immediate. That's right. Right away, which if you're hearing this and you're on Spotify or Apple, it's actually two minutes in because our ad roll before is a minute 40. That's right. Thank you for that penny. Yeah, we like you. it. We do. We do like that penny. We like making our seventeen dollars a month that we split between three people. Do you know what's really hitting me right now, though? What? So you went to the world's largest candy store. I did. Yeah. Well, not. I don't know if it's the world's largest, but it's, it's definitely at least Minnesota's largest. At least candy Minnesota's store. largest candy store. So Yellow Barn. It's on one sixty nine. Um, yep. It's a. Uh, it's. It was an apple orchard. And then there's like a big old windstorm or whatever, and the farmer was like, "What if I just sell candy?" And then he did, and he, it's the biggest business. In and it the, works. It worked. And everyone copies him, honestly. Yeah, really, they really do. But there's all sorts of good stuff that you just can only find there. Yeah, exactly. And so what I was going to comment on is I put a grape flavored. Um, I don't even quite know. Those how to are like fruit shaped, oh, like sugary. Runts. They're bits. called runts. They're called runts. They're like I remember them. If from you my go childhood. to the mall or you go to any grocery store and they yes. still have that yes. twenty-five cents, fifty cents turn yep. for stale candy, it's the fruit-shaped ones. There's even the yellow banana-looking things. Those are runts. And the thing is, this tastes way better than I remember it tasting. That's because most of the time when you get them, you get them from that are stale. They stale. They're oh, stale. Gosh. And so now these. Fresh, fresh as of yesterday it's just popping yeah they're good like joy in my mouth right and now. you know I'm, I'm not a fan of banana flavored things but i've been sucking on those banana ones all day they're really good nice that's I, good and then i stocked up on those uh those lego brick candies where they're like sweet oh, tarts sweet. but they're lego I've bricks never had them there's some in the kitchen table you can grab some if you want later okay but you or can I'll grab them just now. straight up build with them nice it's great I remember way back in the early 2000s, um, probably just after my family moved to um, undisclosed um, town in undisclosed state. and um, Probably some Minnesota town. Yeah, it was a Minnesota town. <laughs> and um, we, went to, we went to Cashwise oh, yeah, way yeah. back in the day. Um, and then they, you know, like built a walmart and yeah. ivy's way closer to our house anyways so yep. anyways we started shopping other places but we shopped at cashwise for a long time and they had the coolest thing which is yeah as you're checking out the the grocery store people would give the kids like me um and my sister and then at some point i think my brother isaiah um they'd give us these little gold like um chuck e cheese like coins you know yeah yeah like they weren't chuck e cheese coins but like the fake quarters you know yeah and you could go to their little machines and you could put the the coins into them and my favorite one was like a claw machine candy thing oh yeah the candy claw the candy shoveler whatever that is the candy shoveler and my favorite thing to get out of them was the like strawberry cream like little like sucker, like chewy candies. Oh, are they the ones that like have the wrapper that looks like a strawberry? Yep, and they yep. had the like caramel partners too. The like mm-hmm. the same like thing, but caramel. Yeah, yeah. I loved those. Those so are much. good. Those are oh. really good, actually. Yeah. Hopefully, this is loud enough. From our testing, this is loud enough. But let's just give it a little bit of a boop. How's that? A little bit better. Oh. Oh yeah. Don't know, but don't know. At least we're not redlining it, which is good. That's true. Yeah, because we don't want to blow out anyone's ears, but we also don't want to be too quiet. Mm-hmm. So. It's true. Yep. 
after our episode on jobs last week. By the way, R.I.P. Elliot, uh, you will be missed, just not on this show. That's right. He took another job, actually. Yeah, he's not dead. He's dead to us. That's right. Uh, <laughs> so we're now auditioning for the role of Elliot. Yeah, we ha- we're hosting auditions. Send in your voice clips. You can either send them in. You can DM us on Twitter or on Instagram. That's right. Um, we want to hear what you have to say. Yeah, or if you're really creative, you can find my LinkedIn page. <laughs> and find my contact information on there and send me a pile of emails. That's right. Mm-hmm. So many emails. Yep. Just so many emails. And LinkedIn is fine sometimes, but then there's just some days where you get 35 emails from LinkedIn mm-hmm. and you're like, why? Why is why are people using this like social media? Well, I mean, because it is everything kind is of, social media. Yeah, you're right. That's how you market things. Everything's social media. Everything's clickbait. Everything's a really complicated ad. And um, I'm trying to think of what else everything yeah. is. This is weird. Everything's a DLC. Yeah, including the the 10th release of Skyrim. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that because we're a variety show. It adds fishing. That's it. Which was already like a creation club thing that didn't cost money. So I think we all need to go out and shoot Todd Howard in the face and buy Skyrim or after we buy Skyrim, we shoot Todd Howard in the face. That's right. Because he needs to release elder scrolls six within the next year and a half. I, um, cause sometimes I scroll through, um, the news feed that Google Chrome wants to show me. Yeah. And one of the articles was from, or no, was it that? No, my brother was like, I was talking to my brother the other day, and he was like, yeah. you know, Levi, they're re-releasing Skyrim. And I'm like, what the heck? This is ridiculous. It's yeah. like Google, again. you know, Skyrim re-release. I had to Google it, too, because I thought it was a joke from a YouTube channel. And it was it was Screen Rant being like, Skyrim re-release, ads fishing, not a good sign for Elder Scrolls Six. And I'm like, yeah, you're yeah. probably right. You're probably right. At least they optimized it <laughs> for PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series, whatever the one they're on now, Series Moonwalk. I don't know. That's right. You can watch it probably in 4K or play it in 4K now. Which, if you, I mean, that's like what, if you put Oblivion in like 1080p. Oh, God. It looks terrible because it's Oblivion. And Oblivion's really fun and Morrowind is really fun. Oh, yeah. They look like garbage because Dude. they have three triangles per face. The faces? Yeah, they're funny. They're so funny. They're so soft. I they're baby smooth. <laughs> anyway, not. so imagine just upscaling Skyrim, which I when, I mean, my first time playing Skyrim was on the regen or the revamp, the black Xbox 360, like the four gigabyte or 16 gigabyte sure, model yeah. or whatever. The one that they said wouldn't red ring, but still eventually did. Um, yeah, you remember those. Yep. So my first well, experience play was playing it on a friend's on a friend's Xbox, and on a tiny TV, which is like fine, but it looked good for being kind of far like across the room on a tiny TV. Yeah. And then it looks good when you're playing it on low setting low settings on a crappy laptop when yep. I bought it when I went to college. And it looks good then. You know what it doesn't look good on? This 4K screen being outputted at 4k like yep. ultra settings yep. you know what looks terrible 
What? Everything except for the butterflies. Dude. Honestly, the butterflies are the only thing that look good in that game in 4K. <laughs> Dude. Uh, what I would say about that, though, is um, I think games look good in the age that they're made. Oh, absolutely. And then they look... Unless they look it's like... You unless know, like they're a really well, like retro design. Like then like, it looks like really Crash Bandicoot looks old, but it doesn't look as old as it could. Okay, like the, for the PlayStation One, like Crash Bandicoot, you get it. It's mm. kind of pixely, yep. but it's all like low res triangles. But he kind of is just a low res triangle, even on the box art. So yeah, that's good design, right? Yeah, there. so he already is kind of timeless. I mean, the only thing you know is, is that it's not as pixely. And it, like the shading is a little bit better in the PlayStation Four re-release, um, okay, which yep. I didn't buy but I did play. I've not played it at all. Yeah, well, no I, Bandicoot I, games for me. I I grew up with my dad's PlayStation, so I got to play it for maybe three weeks a year. Um, it was like the treat for finishing school, and then you got it for oh, like cool. two yep. or three weeks in summer school or at, during the summer before, mm-hmm. on summer vacation. Yeah, it was kind of the reward. So my dad had a Sega Genesis and a PlayStation One. With like Very a nice. bunch of like sports games and stuff on them, and it's like, not into those. Give me Crash Bandicoot One and Ace Combat <laughs> Two, and let me just play only Ace Combat Two. Yeah, for a really long time. My um, I did. I had not a similar experience growing up. Um, my dad, like yeah. his family, worked a lot in convention centers down in Las Vegas. Okay, yeah. Um, and so they would get to. Like the the deal is usually when you work there, it's cheaper to throw the crap away than yeah. to ship it back. Exactly. And yeah. so he would just get tons of you know new games and stuff. Yeah, basically, it's he really knew, cool. He got like the newest like the newest Atari at the time, I think. Which, by the way, the Atari back then was like like three hundred dollars. Yeah. You know what that is in today's money? It's like nine hundred and eighty dollars. Are you kidding me? No, it was three hundred bucks. An Atari back back then was a thousand dollars to us now. That's straight nuts. So that's playing. That's paying PlayStation Five scalper prices. Imagine scalping an Atari back then. For Imagine like Atari scalping you, the Atari's, company. They just they take your scalp. That's right. Yeah. So um, my anyway. dad grew up playing video games, and he like, ha- you know, will occasionally share stories of how he would just, you know. Sometimes spend all night playing games. Yeah. That's all he would do. Sometimes he would sleep. Do it. He just, I mean, and you know, he like has, um, oh, what's that word? Um, like when you can't sleep, he's insomnia. Like, yeah. He has like some like light insomnia or maybe it's really intense insomnia. I'm not quite sure. You know, um, he either can't sleep at all or he can sleep sometimes. He can sleep sometimes. And yeah. I think he's decently well now, but, Does um, he just take a crap and he has his melatonin. Like, he doesn't take melatonin. I don't mm. think. Does he um, have to take like sleeping pills like Ambien or anything? Um, that I don't, I don't think he takes anything for it. Okay. I think it had more to do with some of his past as opposed to, um, maybe like uh, less about like, uh, maybe some anxiety too. Um, I'm not quite like, I don't quite yeah, know. Yeah, it's you whatever. Know? Okay. I just know like he struggles with sleeping sometimes. Yeah. And as a kid that, you know, came out as playing video games all night. Yeah. But, um, so that's like the, the background that I kind of you know got thrown into is like you gotta just play video games you know you do you yeah. do your chores you do your homework you know mom would step in sometimes and say like hey let's not watch tv all day and mm-hmm. you know we wouldn't watch tv all day for like three months and then yeah you know we'd slip back into playing video games for like every you know, day for four hours, hours a day yeah 12 hours a day um 
yeah kind of different for me where it was like my parents like my dad owned video games in fact my mom bought him the sega when they were dating nice it was very nice it was a present to him which was like really cool it was nice but when my mom told me that she was the one that bought the sega for my dad i just didn't believe her really because of the amount she just said nope don't play video games ever because it melts your brain no not even that she just didn't want us to play video games sure so it's like there's no way you bought the sega dad must have bought it and now you're trying to claim that (laughs) no there's no way you bought it because you wouldn't let dad play video games you don't even let us play video games (laughs) well as it turns out as it turns out she bought it for she got ganked oh well it's so like we didn't we had video games like like i said we've if you finish school and you had decent enough grades you got the PlayStation and the Sega set up for like two, three weeks. And yeah. so you just play that every Sweet. day for like five hours until they're like, oh, it goes back in the bin until next year. And you're like, I just want to play Ace Combat 2, please. Please let me play it. Which, by the way, that game today looks bad, um, but it's really fun. It, actually, it doesn't look as bad as it could. And the soundtrack was made by the greatest guitar wizards in Japan Ooh. of all time. Um, and actually, I think today's bonus might just be me plugging in my phone, playing the Ace Combat Two soundtrack, and us just jamming out to it. I mean, it's whatever. It, like, it might be more than it world. might be more than that. Uh, Patreon.com slash Lake City Variety should probably be more than that. It'll be more than that. We'll get something good in there. I want to look up Ace Combat Two because I've never seen it before. It's uh, I have Ace Combat Seven for the PlayStation Four. Oh, dude! It just came up right away. It's, Arcade game. Well, it was it was on the PlayStation. It was oh, good. it's a plane game. Wait a second. Yeah, no, it's a fighter pilot game. For all of you who didn't know that Ace Combat Hold Two was like second. fighter pilots and stuff, it's like and so the new one has you can use it with PlayStation VR, and then they make a, a like a control stick for it, so you can use like the actual pilot's controls in a VR helmet. So Dude, you're inside sweet. the plane, that's and I want to spend six hundred dollars on that setup. It might just be worth so I it. could sit on this couch and play a plane game in a in a virtual cockpit. It might it, be worth it. I no, we have to fix my wife's car. Uh, One of yeah, that's true. Uh, One of my like every, not like super. Um, yeah, probably like once a week growing up, um, I would I would just get to play video games with my dad, which yeah. is pretty sweet. Oh, that's pretty cool. Or like every other week or something like that. Yeah, but my my dad never played with us. One of my favorites was that's really sad. Well, he played um, like sometimes, but he just yeah. always had other things to do. Yeah, and he was like my parents were always super busy. Yeah, which it's not it's not like oh they're ignoring us they're super busy it's like they would rather go out like I I've played catch with my dad for hours. Yeah. In a day. Like, they'd rather, rather kind of do other things. He'd rather play baseball. He'd rather play football. He'd rather kick a soccer yep. ball around than sit inside and play video games with us, which is fair. I mean, it was yeah. nice. It was far better, like, jumping on the trampoline with my dad or playing football with him or anything like that than it would be just like, oh, we sat next to each other and we played, like, Madden 2001 right. forever. Yeah. Dude, one of my, like, my dad is, what, now, like, uh, in his mid forties, and one of oh, really? what he, yeah, what he does, he's old, a really, he's really young actually. How how old were your uh, parents when you were born? My mom was nineteen, and my dad was twenty. Okay, wow. And my mom was somehow put herself through college with, with me, yeah. and then also my sister a year and a half after that. So, yeah. anyways, my props ma- my to mom. Was thirty two when I was born, and my dad was thirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Dude, it's a little I bit. Of, the, my my parents are in their, in like their early fifties. I have an odd 
living. Like, well, not uh, odd, but like it's, it's, it's slightly it's, different. Yeah, you know? it's, it's slightly it's different. It's outside the, the cut. Well, because you know, sixty years ago that was normal. Yeah, but not anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's a little bit of a culture shift going on. Yeah, and then like Carly's parents, my wife's parents. Um, well, Car- my wife's adopted, and so mm. is her brother, but her parents are in their mid sixties. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, it's even more of a shift. Cause I was, I'm like, I don't think my parents are old, but it's like, you know, m- when my friend's parents are in like their late forties, it's like, not, like, right. they're not older. That's it's not just like bad. most, pa- most people in our generation, their parents had them when they were like late twenties, mid twenties, yeah. not 19, but not 30. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's kind of in the middle there. It's, it's whatever. And it's like, that's more to do with, like personal family stuff that happened for them to wait to have kids. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so I was gonna say, um, sorry. One of the things, again. yeah, one of the things that my dad does when he when he comes home, basically every day, is he just plays on the PlayStation. Oh uh, yeah, that's how he unwinds from his day and his work. Yeah. And so like my dad loves video games, and it's something that's a part of his routine and his like self care. Yeah. And um, anyway, so that's cool that your mom lets him do that. Yeah, she just kind of sits beside him and like uh-huh. knits or they they talk or my mom reads or um that's fun though they'll like watch shows together too as well yeah. so they're really like they've kind of settled into their rhythm and they're really cute yeah um <laughs> which is the problem um but what i would do with my dad when i was really young is play video games sometimes and so one of my favorites was he loved i think he loved arcade games as a kid mm-hmm. and so he'd buy those mashup like oh, remasters yeah, yeah. of them like the six and one um, remaster yeah exactly yeah. of like Catscom and etc etc and so i'd love to play Two-player you're talking contra. about ace of Ventura or crap what is that the ace combat the ace combat yeah ace um, ventura flight <laughs> ace ventura flight guy um, flight of the flight of the eagle <laughs> as we blow everything up and act like spies no uh. um <laughs> but it's like a 2d like flight simulator like arcade game where you're like in world war ii uh, you're shooting stuff you yeah, have lives. i know what game that is i'm just like trying we to two player that but you're like you're it's like top down looking at just old yep, planes exactly oh shoot and then you know it was like gattaca but you're moving forward and you there's gallica? a story gallica there we go <laughs> gattaca is a movie i think yeah um about that man what, is like, playing Gallica. Perfect humanity and, you know, like being artificially created or whatever. But Yeah. Anyway. So I liked playing that game a lot. I don't know what it's called, but let's play it, Dad. Yeah, have a good time. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's like my brother and I both have PlayStation 4s. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have never once played online with each other. Wow. Um, okay. But we're also like, we'll go in stints. We're right, like right now he's working all the time. And so he's super busy. Yeah. Um, right. And so he'll, he'll just work like, these insane days and then he'll get home and then he just goes to bed because then he has to go to work. Yeah. Or basically. like my, um, my grandpa passed away um, a couple weeks ago. And so I haven't been able to, because I've been working and then we're up here in mm-hmm. Lake City, yeah. um, and so it's like I can't drive that you know hour and a half every day to go help after work. To immediately have to turn around, but right? Like um, my grandma's in uh, in uh, long term care because she's got dementia or something like that. Yeah. Um, okay. And so they're just like cleaning out the entire house. So he'll like work his eight hour, ten hour shift, and then he'll go work 
on for however many hours for however you know, many hours in the house and you know crap out of the house and then he'll go to bed and they'll do it again so it's like yeah you know we just never play yeah we're not even we don't even have each other's playstation as, as friends we don't oh have, that's hilarious wow it's just like we've never thought about it because it's yeah. like we've never really played video games together mm. like we played lego batman together lego indiana jones and like we nice. you know mario yeah. kart everyone's played with their sibling forever but it's like we've never we've always just done something else you mm-hmm. know, like let's just go play basketball outside. Or okay, yeah. actually that one I stopped doing because uh, for a brief minute, when we were both in high school, I was like a foot taller than him. Oh sure. Um, yeah. and I I, at the, I was I'm kind of like how a Labrador that's eighty five pounds doesn't realize it's eighty five pounds and it still thinks it's a twenty pound puppy. Yeah, you kind of hurt people. Yeah, you just kind of hurt people. Yeah, I just kind of like threw my brother into the gravel a lot. And and yeah. I, like accidentally, like just turned around and hit him with an elbow, and he just goes down. Like not even like closed elbow, just open arm. Hit him with my elbow while my arm is completely out because <laughs> I didn't realize he was right there. And then he's just like, "Well, I guess we're not playing basketball anymore." And it's like I would never play with him after that because it's like, yeah, he's it's, just gonna be upset at me because I hurt him accidentally because I didn't know I was gonna hurt him. Dude, I had a really hard time being. And I'm starting to get over it now yeah. um, as I'm around kids and stuff. But I had a really hard time being physical with my family because, um, well, one of my, my my parents never were. Yeah. And also because I hit puberty and then started hurting the crap out of all of them. Yeah. And well, it's like, so you it's do, like you do I don't want to hurt them. And so I just then you kinda, get in trouble for it, for like them wanting to play with you or like tr- trying to tackle you, and then you put them in the ground. I just always felt bad. Yeah, like, I don't want to hurt bad. you. You know, it's like I want to play basketball with you, but I, and I also want to like you know I'm an aggressive blocker. I'll be in your face all the time. Yeah, and you know it's not like I'm a good blocker, but I'm in your face. Right. Um. And so if that turns into me like just like stepping on you, hurting you, knocking you down, I'm sorry. It's just, I didn't realize I was going to do that. Or but now know. he's six foot seven. So it's not like I have to worry about that anymore. Right. Or we're like setting up for my aunt's wedding. And so we're in the reception venue and moving chairs around. And I'm, you know, 12 years old running around with Isaiah. Yeah. And then I end up pushing him, you know, accidentally off the chairs and he bites through his lip. And so he's bleeding all over the place and crying. And I'm like, what the, I I didn't mean to do this. Do all of your siblings have Old Testament names? Uh, No, just us boys. Okay. Um, Alyssa and Cassidy are not Old Testament names. They're not at all. No. Mm. Um, cause my brother and I were b- both have biblical names, but mine is new Testament. His is old Testament. What's your brother's name? My brother's name is David. David. Yeah. Big D. Big D. Yeah. Big D. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, <I> see you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this weekend, if you're wondering why I was down in Jordan, Minnesota, it's because I was passing through. Um, the third cousin ha- uh, got married on Saturday. Very nice. Um, that's three out of the six on my mom's side of the family in so, one summer. Almost a full set. It was me. We're halfway there. And then uh, one of my cousins got married like a month and a half after we did. And then the other one just, just got married. A few mar- days ago. Yeah, just got married t- like two days ago. And the two that got married are both sisters. <laughs> oh, sweet. So. You didn't stop at the holiday gas station in Jordan, did you? No, I didn't. Okay. Because what I discovered was, and, and I travel through Jordan quite often. Uh, well, if you had to head down to, you know, what state? If I'm heading down to Iowa. 
Yeah. And um, slash where I live slash. I so don't. how did you end up in UMD if you went to Iowa? If you're from Iowa? Well, that's because a long, that's a drive. That's a long story, and we'll talk about it a different that's day. Like, maybe it's like seven hours. <laughs> but what they do at that holiday gas station is um, sometimes if you hit the right person on their shift, and I don't know if she works there anymore because I haven't had it very recently, but yeah. Um, what she would do is, you know, it's like mid afternoon and I just only get a coffee and she's like, ah, it's okay. You yeah, don't have to pay for it. Away with it. I just walk out with it and it's like, sweet. I, had I appreciate that, you. I had that at the, uh, well, for my work, we, we didn't used to have a fuel pump on site. Sure. Yeah. And so part of my job at the time was filling up cars and making sure they're lot ready. Like if it's a new car, it's got to have gas okay. in it. Yeah. If it's used cars, it has to have some gas in it. You know, and so I drive up to the holiday because that's where we had an account. Okay. And I knew everyone in there who worked there knew me by name and like, like just knew me. Sweet. And I knew everyone that worked there because I would go there like three or four times a day and, you know, fill up my gas tanks. And so I'd just be hanging out there for a bit. Yeah. And. You know, sometimes you get lunch there or whatever. It's like, I'm just going to get... It's yeah, like a $3 you know. sandwich. I'm just going to get the sandwich. And it's so easy. And so, like, you know, it, it's easy because you're like... Because I was there all the time. And now I'm not there all the time. And I'm glad because my bank account isn't suffering. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I didn't get a sandwich every time. But I definitely got one more than once. So, it's it's the trade-off for that. But it's like... I went in there and they'd always charge me, like the cheap sandwich prices for like the sandwich that I got. Very cool. Or That's like cool. um if I got a fountain drink, they'd charge me the refill price instead of like the dollar yeah, eighty nine or whatever. Go. They charge me like the thirty five cent refill. Sweet. Or sometimes they just go, Oh, it's on the house. Go ahead. Nice. So very nice. Like that was nice. But as you know, I had to be I was friendly with them every day without expecting anything in return. It's just like I was just Yeah, you know. I was just there hanging out with them. It's like Hey Colin, how you doing today? It's like, oh, I'm holding in there. It's you know, kind of rough today. A pump broke. It's like, oh yeah, it's a oh. bummer. Mm-hmm. Have you fixed the leak in number four yet? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's not. Oh, frick. I'm trying to think of what holiday it is, but that would also might. It's give the away one by the bit. Menards. Oh, okay. Sweet. Yep. yep. Um. I spend a lot of time at the one closer to the campus. Yep. Uh, the one by. It's also want, a little if, awkwardly placed as well. It is in a weird spot. But they do. Did you know they have a student discount there? Oh, do they? Yeah, for if what? You just, for gas. It's oh. like seven cents a gallon. Frick, I'm only buying gas there for the rest right? of my life. Right? It's like. Even though I'm not a student. Yeah, no, it's like. I I, re, I didn't know that. And then I was like, do you guys. Because my mom was like, sometimes gas stations have student discounts. And so I checked with a bunch of them around here. And then I went to that one randomly one day. Yeah. And I was like, do you guys have a student discount? It's like. Yeah, and then I like I think so. I think we have a, a card for that because it's right next to campus. Sweet, if, well, not yeah. really right next to, but it's like three blocks away. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I would I would call it right next to campus. It's like right next to campus. It's um, right off of there's a there's a road. Well, it's where um, the tiny Domino's is. Yep, and it's but, where that weird mall is. Yep. So there's this this road that I won't say the name of that runs like. Like not um, It's a diagonal. Not the big road, but yeah. like the one that runs right by the campus. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, it's like right off of like the side road where all the like where all the apartment houses things are. Yep, yep. yep. And so I was um one of my classes for school had a project where we had to go out and you know, I was going to be a civil engineer and so yeah. 
Um, we had to survey this road. You mean we the worst road ever made? The worst road. It was the worst road ever made. It needed so much work, and I think they've done some this year, which is great. Um, have you seen those alleys though? Because I used to have a, I had a job where I had to drive down those alleys to go pick up like customers or whatever. Um, it depends what alley you're talking about. It's the one behind the vape shop. No, I've never looked on those. Is, are they bad? It's it's still drive down it now. It's still awful. And the one that's like a, a block up the alley that's a block up from that's that, terrible. It's equally bad. It's like okay. if you don't have four wheel drive, you cannot go down this road. Sure. Yeah. It, it's bad. It's really bad. It's it's like six inch deep potholes. That's kind of which is really insane. Rough. That's yeah. super rough. That's so deep. And so that's kind of the road climate that exists in this town. Mm-hmm. And we were we walking. We have no on- money for roads. Apparently, we have money to completely redo a government building's air conditioning after they did it eight years ago. Oh, yeah, exactly. And to also redo the roads downtown over and over and over oh, again. Oh, yeah, every year. And um, for some reason, we think it's okay to do concrete roads and then to pour asphalt right over top. Who gives a crap about, like, the gutter or anything like that? We'll just throw asphalt. Yeah, or about how and about, it looks uh, terrible. It looks how about terrible. concrete? is just a better surface to drive on anyway than asphalt. It's true. You're already pouring the concrete. Places don't have infrastructure sometimes. But they have it anyways. But they have know. money and they throw it at like random crap. Anyway, the government sucks here and it's bad. Yeah, uh, it's an interesting place to live. That's for sure. Well, because you like your ta- your taxes are insane. And then they, like you never see them used for where you live. You only see them used for the tourist area. Yeah, which it's like I get it. The tourist era area makes money, but also most of the tourist area is privately owned by one corporation. Yep. Yeah, which is not ideal. Which it's like, whatever. We get it. They own the property fifty years ago when, like, you know, the tourist area where where we go for that that good pizza. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Like, was a total dump like thirty years ago. Sure. It yeah. was like it was like there's nothing there. It was just a garbage heap. And so that one corporation bought up like three quarters of all the land there. There you go. And they completely remade it. Like that hotel that's down there, like the the twin ports or whatever that was, the twin Yep, yeah. Yeah. Awful. That was awful. It was straight garbage. It's like 130 years old. And it was falling apart, and they just were like, "Oh, time to redo it." And then, like, and brought now, everyone in there. It's fantastic. And they convinced the news to build a news outlet down there. And it's like it's insane. Anyway, yeah, they like lobbied for a bunch of crap, and now like that's the nicest part to go driving, because it makes money. Because it makes a pile Which of is, money. I mean, uh, we also make the city money too. Yeah, we also make the city money too. You could at least give us usable roads. Or maybe, you know, don't dig the snow out of that part of the town first. You know the part of the town where nobody lives? Maybe, oh, yeah. yeah maybe dig one. it out in, like, the densest, like, lived-in area, the dense, densest population area, which is surrounding the campuses. Maybe dig those out first instead of downtown. But if you don't shovel out downtown, no one can get to work. Well, nobody who works downtown lives in downtown. Downtown's way too expensive. You have to have that's true piles of cash to have an apartment that's like eight stories up downtown. To have a lake view here, you have to have like a million dollars. Yeah, it's pretty intense. Yeah, there's a new development going up um, somewhere that I was talking with my roommate about. Yeah, um, but it's it's income controlled housing. 
Is it really? Yeah. Or it's like income. So you have to be lower income. Yeah. There's like an income cap for the. You can't oh, live there. I wonder. I wonder money. if we hit that because we probably do. Uh, do you make? Well, I don't know how incriminating what? this is. Do you make less than thirty thousand dollars a year? No. Then you can't live there. No, not after my. I, I got some raises. Sweet. <laughs> I I got. This is a, this is a good one. I could live there. You could live there, but you also <laughs> like fundraise. That's true. Yeah, so you don't have like a salary. I don't have a salary either. I'm I'm hourly, which is whatever. It's nice, but it's nice because I can get overtime. Sweet. Yeah, that's um, good. But like last Friday, my boss was just like, "Hey, take a take a look at this sheet of paper, will you?" And it's like a raise, and he's just like really weird about it. And then you were like, "Sweet, thanks for the like, raise." Yeah, he was like, "Yeah, thanks." He's like, "Is look good to you?" It's like, it looks good to me. It's like, all right, then give it a sign and pass it over to me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, it's like know. it's some under the table deal. It's yeah, like it's, we're, we're well, living in like 1920s New York. Your income. I mean, I'm not going to say how much I make. I don't yeah. make a pile of money. I, I since I started working there, I've gotten an, a 7.9 percent rate. Or, which is good. Yeah, that's Out really of the good. two raises I got, I got like a 7.9% increase in pay since I started working there a year ago, coming up on a year ago, because I started there in September. Yeah, because you moved back up last September. I moved back up like end of... Dude, it's almost a year. Yeah, almost a year of me being back. Wow, I got married and got my own place in that time. <laughs> a lot happened for you. A lot happened for me in that time. Um, anyway, which is like, you know, that's a pretty good increase in pay for a year. For a year. Like no one's no one's gonna hit eight percent in a year, unless no. you're uh, like a salaried employee that has like a pay structure that goes up like that. Like I had a friend yeah. who he now he no longer works there. He um his dream is to open up a food truck, which if anyone should open up a food truck, it's this guy. His cooking is like fantastic, very and he cool. can do it yeah. very quickly. But he wants to do like today's dish is like whatever, and then tomorrow's dish is this, and he wants to change up the menu sure. every day. Which is really cool. Um, I like the idea. Sorry, I got some crap in my eye. I'm scratching. The That's okay. For uh, those of you who can't of... see what's happening, uh, Paul is scratching the crap out of his eye. I don't know what's going on with it. Anyway, so like the company he worked for, you know, you have to have a degree in something because it's an, it's an engineering plant is what it is. But it's got nine buildings across three or four campuses in this one city. Okay, sure. Um She's like, you know, the development campus, the testing campus, the manufacturing campus, and the sales campus. Okay. Yeah. And so, but it's like corporate sales. So you're only selling to like giant companies or things like that. They make, um, they make HVAC. Sold. Yeah. They make, make HVAC systems for skyscrapers. I buy or one. like Or like giant factories or yeah. giant, you know, like these huge warehouses. They make the HVAC systems for those things. Nice. And so my friend was a systems tester and so he was a he went to school for computer science and was like a program tester or like a developer or something like that and okay, so he was sure. like he was working on the test programs for their systems like what runs and operates yeah the so, HVAC so basically no he was doing the um he was basically developing like diagnostics tools oh cool okay mm-hmm. so like run a test program see what happens if something's broken but like he started out at like a pretty decent like you know, Midwest starting set like really good Midwest starting salary. Sure, sure. Like um, forty five, fifty, like sixty. Like that. That's pretty good. It's like starting for the Midwest. That's really nice. Yeah, for a starting salary. 
Oh yeah, it's like fantastic, especially in a city of fifty thousand. Yep, that's really nice. Um, but like after five years, you can get like one twenty. That's right? insane, and it's a steady increase, and it's based on time there, not what you've done. That's really insane. Yeah. Wait. Oh. You know what company I'm talking about now? It's not in town, is it? It's not. It's in Lacrosse. Oh, okay, yeah. sure. Um, I know I was talking with a friend who, um. He was saying that, like, someone had basically started a company. He'd been with it since it was started. And yeah. they pay him exceptionally well. Like, yeah. way more than Way more than normally. maybe you should be, but if you're there in the beginning, you can kind of get a nice pay. Yeah, that and they want to pay their employees well, too. Like, it's yeah. not like, like, it's like we care about you as a person as opposed to, like, you're just someone you're who makes just some numbers cog. for us, right? Yeah. You know? Well, I was talking with that friend I had, and... He said, and he was he was talking to one of his bosses or like one of the the upper ups, you know, just kind of talking with him. And he asked him, he's like, "You guys have thousands of employees. Like, what does that cost you guys? Because they're like all those salaries and stuff like that." And they're like, yeah. "Well, we averaged it out one time because the accounting department wanted to see what it was. And before pay, each sure. employee costs a hundred dollars an hour. Huh? That's air conditioning." Water, heat, parking lot maintenance, building maintenance, computer equipment, all office supplies, sure, printer supplies, printing like ink, all that stuff. They averaged it out for like a year, and they did it, and it's a hundred dollars an employee. That's pretty nuts. Well, when they have you know million dollar CNC machines that two oh, people yeah. operate, you know that kind of brings up your average. Yeah. Whereas like my company, I bet the like cost of employees is like maybe $35 an hour. Yeah, because you have overhead for your building. You have overhead for your buildings. You have your internet. You have your office supplies. And I go through a butt ton of office supplies. Like I I go through ink and paper like no one's business. Sure. And I I don't even print the most. Well, who prints more? uh, Probably. It'd probably be your boss maybe, yeah? No, not my boss. My boss doesn't ever print anything. He has a printer when he uses it sometimes. It's the guy that's like lateral to me. Okay. In the other department. He, so he's basically a glorified service writer. Um, hmm. A service writer is like when you bring your car into a, a repair shop, they give you the estimate on what it's going to cost. Oh, They're, yeah. Because you, you don't have direct interaction with the mechanic. You talk to this guy or girl or whatever yeah, up in right. the front with the computer. You talk to that person. Yep. And I know so he's yep. a service writer, but he does it for internal vehicles. So internal vehicles are vehicles we took in on trade. Oh, okay. Sure. Or like vehicles that the dealership owns. Yeah. Um, and so, like, so you he, bought a vehicle. So we bought a. So we at the dealership bought a vehicle. It gets processed mechanically by him. So it goes through him. Yep. Goes through his techs. He justifies the price of it. Gets everything approved. Things go on. Then it gets passed to my department, my and, my boss's department, and then, and then you try to sell it. I don't try to sell it, but I make it ready for it to sell. Okay. So. I I am the I am the funnel which all things flow through. Um, I am the final check before a car hits the lot. You're Funnel Paul. I'm Funnel Paul. Every vehicle that goes through a lot, unless it's sold before it gets you know cleaned up or make, like make, you know has anything maintained on it. Yeah. Unless it's sold like right away, which happens a lot. Interesting. Okay. I touch it. So every vehicle that's on the lot at my dealership that I work at, I have personally driven, looked at made the window stickers for 
Sweet. I've done all that. That's cool. Yeah. By the way, I go through like, I go through about, you know, those big giant round sharpies. Yep. The big ones. Yeah. I go through about five of those a year. Nice. Yeah. The big ones, like the thick ones. Nice. Yeah. I literally, they look monstrous. I hate them so much. I have to use them because you have to make the writing big. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can, Which I did can you know that there's that. A, there's a font that you're supposed to use at uh, for selling cars for the numbers. There's, There's a specific a font. font that I had to learn, and I forgot the name of it, but it's the way you do the letters. It makes it visible from like a way, a way across, and it doesn't matter how big huh. they are. It just makes them very visible. Okay. And so there's a specific font that I had to learn before I started doing Strange. this. Strange. Yeah, it's really like you would not think about it. So it like increases the visibility of yes. the numbers. Yeah, it's like it increases the contrast and visibility of it without making it. Because some people do like, oh, write a six, and they're just like, <laughs> and it looks like a weird B. That's got like yeah. a like well, that's me. Like, got a flat butt. Yeah. I I do the flat and then butt you got to do like for what I do, you have to do it like kind of at an angle, so it's leaning back a little bit. Yeah. Starts off with a nice crest on the top, loops into oh. this beautiful, yeah, nice little oh. perfect circle at the bottom. Yeah, I had to learn how to do that. Oh, bellissimo. And you better not do your sevens with a line through them. That's unacceptable. Like the seven, I, the seven, and then it has the line in the middle. Why would you ever do that? I don't know why anyone would ever do that, but it sucks. Don't do that. It looks bad. That's right. You've heard it here. Don't do the sevens like that. It's However, not even, that's not even like the dealership font thing. That's not like a car font. The seven just looks bad when you do that. And you're bad if you... No, never mind. Like, and you're I'm, actually... I'm not, you know what? I'm going to say it. No, don't you're go there. You're straight up trash if you draw no, your seven. No, don't the insult line. the people you're who garbage. listen to our I actually hate you if you do that. You, you should just change your whole way of life. Yeah, you need to actually. It, you need to repent. <laughs> Anyway. There we go. Yeah. I feel like we haven't done a lot of comedy on this episode. That's true. We've been pretty pretty straight fire. Oh, you want to hear a good one? All right. So, give me a bit. Not a good bit. It's a, it's a good story, though. Okay, sure. Wedding this weekend at a vineyard. Right. At a vineyard. At a vineyard. Not we, the church, right? Not not the church. Okay. Um, I, I just said at a wine vineyard and uh, at a winery. Yes. Where they have a lot of wine. Lots of wine. Lots of wine. Um, because that's what they do is they mm-hmm. make wine. So there's a lot of wine. Um, I'm older than the drinking age by a, wa- a lot. Not a lot, but enough where it doesn't matter anymore. Where it's yeah. not important to me. But some of my cousins aren't. Uh, by some, I mean one of my cousins is yeah, not. Yeah, of course. Um, and also my brother is not. But uh, this cousin... <laughs> That's not above the drinking age. Who flew out from Colorado the day before? Okay. Got so drunk, she had a bottle of wine before dinner. Wow. Yeah, and it's like five glasses of wine, and she's doing okay. Then she hit eight glasses of wine. Yeah, that's a bit too far. Um, I mean, it's like that's really far. At this point, she's like flopping across the dance floor. And just making a massive fool out of herself, and her parents are just like, "Whatever." <laughs> like you know, we're at a they're wedding. a little tipsy. It's they're at a wedding. It's, at least it's their cousin's wedding, and not like some stranger that we have to know or anything like that. And at least yeah, we're in or a like different her st- wedding. Or, you know? Yeah, or like at least we're like <laughs> we're like twenty five hours away from where we live, you know. Yeah. Um. And it, and then she kept drinking all night, and it got to the point where 
And she's not a big person. She's maybe like five. She had to have thrown up, right? So we're, we're getting there. Okay, so she's great, like five great. foot eight, maybe five foot nine. Yep. Something like that. So, so she's, she's tall, but she weighs nothing. Yeah. It took two of us to kind of support her because of how much she's purposely flopping around. So she's doing this on purpose. She's like, at, well, she's drunk. So she's doing this on purpose. That's right. And there so were air quotes there. Yeah. If you so didn't she's, catch that she's flopping voice. around. She's rolling over the place. My, my little brother, my not so little brother. Yep, of course. Had to carry her out of, out of the tent, out of the venue. Yep. And she is like, and she's this little spider monkey, so she's rolling around and like escaping <laughs> oh, his grip. No. And eventually, it's like she's just on the floor, like sitting there, not crying or anything, just like partying by herself on the floor. Okay. Just in her dress on the floor. <laughs> and it's like it's what, I, and so my brother. Yeah. Just what you do. Yeah, my my brother was Get staying like in the, ho- in the same hotel deep. as they were. Yep. Um, as my, my those two cousins and like my aunt and uncle who came. Yep. And so he drove them home. And on the way home, she gave my brother's uh, pilot a nice racing stripe, leading from the rear window to the back corner of the car because she just kept throwing up as they were going down oh. the road. She just would throw up outside. At least she threw up outside of the car. Yeah, it's not bad. But like we pulled up to, she he pulled up to breakfast the next day. Just there's still barf on the side of the car, just on the outside. Yeah, yeah, and that's pretty rough. And so she's throwing up. I, I this is a second hand. This part is now second hand. Okay, but she's throwing up uh, outside the car, and they're driving through downtown or wherever they are, or yep. where, of where we were. Very tasteful sight. See, very tasteful. And there's just guys on the side of the street just cheering. Oh just my cheering her on because she outpartied all of them, oh. and now she's the drunk girl being carted home. It's just vomiting everything. Just vomiting everywhere. like every five minutes, and it's just a total mess. And yeah. this is, this story is not to embarrass her. It was just really funny. <laughs> <laughs> and she's I, there was more than just her that were like completely gone. Yeah, um, like there was an aunt that was just. By the time we got, by the time the wedding started, she was slurring. Yeah. Which, the wedding, um, I thought that my wife and my wedding was pretty short. Our wedding was like maybe 20 minutes, 25 minutes. You know, there was a scripture. That's not bad there was a scripture reading that we didn't do any unity, things like that. Yeah. And there was just like a little bit of reading involved. And it was, it was really short, nice and yeah. sweet. It was good. If Elliot was here, he could tell you because he was the only other guy that was there. Yeah, it was not. I'm sorry. I, I, the, oh, you're okay. There was like a hard cutoff for how many people we wanted to have there and how many people can fit on my parents' back porch. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, and I had three wedding crashers. So it's like, it was already at the point where like with those wedding crashers, it's like, this is getting kind of cramped. <laughs> well. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Oh, you're But fine. anyway, ceremony, seven minutes. Nice. Set, short and sweet. It was, they had like. Three people each walk up first, um, and then, like, they did the thing. And yeah. um, both of their parents are divorced. Okay. It's so, like my aunt and uncle got divorced and remarried. Yep. Each of them. And then his parents, I think, were divorced, and then one of them remarried. Okay. So I'm pretty certain because I don't know. Other, I, otherwise, I have no idea why there would be three people standing up next to him. Yeah, right. But so, like, neither neither my cousin's father nor stepfather walked her in. Okay. Which is, like, it's kind of fair because they raised you half and half. Who do you pick? 
Yeah. And you don't want to leave someone. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to have both of them lock you down. That'd be a little strange. It's like, so it's like, it it worked out. I I think it worked out. It was a good compromise. My grandma might have words about it, but it worked out. That's okay. Um, But it was like, it was so short. And the food we had was catered pizza and wings. Dude, that's literally okay. I think that's the play. <laughs> it was just buffalo wings. I'm so charmed. And pizza. Like, like I went to a wedding. Did you go to Tony and Grace's wedding? I did not. I was not invited to that. I was. I was. I'm not as friends. I was not as close with Tony as people think we are. Okay, yeah. that's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. But um, they had pizza at their wedding, and it's like one. Why has no one thought of this before? It's, it's like, dirt is, cheap. Is this like the twenty? Like the like my the our generation like oh let's just have pizza and then yeah. you know you cater good pizza it's it, cheap it's cheap and like everybody it's good likes food. pizza everyone loves pizza like you put a salad with it like you're of course gonna have a salad yeah it's like you know yeah I'll have my two leaves of lettuce drowned in ranch I mean I'm a large fan of two leaves of lettuce drowned in ranch yeah like no it's just I kind of want to do pizza the way now to go. unless you, unless your wedding it, is small enough like my wife and my wedding was where it was like no people yep. nobody there prime rib okay that's pretty sweet yeah but that's also like or you like make the millions then you know or you make the rib. millions but also like the people that make the millions do not have big weddings uh, like the billionaires and like the upper millionaires they're very private if you didn't know that in fact mm. like Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos not the richest people in the world because they're the richest people on the Forbes list. Sure. The richest like, people in the world afford to not be on the Forbes list. Sure. So they they pay Forbes to not be on the Forbes well, list. Well, it's like they, they know how to hide their money well enough where like you're not gonna find sure. them. So it's like you know, like the what's the family that caused the opioid ep- epidemic? I don't know what you're talking about. Like in China and No the, no like, here in the US. Like, the family that caused the opioid? Um, hold on. I want to look this up, too. Google. Google, would you come sing to Which me? Which family caused the opioid epidemic? I just had a terrible voice crack. Um, sorry about that. Anyway, Google. This is a research show, 100% researched. Told you guys. It's, so it's the, the Sackler family from Purdue Pharmaceuticals. But what does that mean? Like... The opioid em- epidemic was like when the the Sacklers funded doctors to prescribe opioids instead of like other pain relief medicines because they wanted people because they owned the pain relief medicines and oh, opioids okay. are really addicting. So like oh what was it? It's um Percocet? No, what is it? Not Percocet. Uh, that might be I recognize the name of that drug. Um, it's almost like so if you read. Um, one of the greatest books of all time, The Godfather. Yeah. Um, by the way, book is really good. Movie's also okay. I have heard that this, like the second Godfather movie, is one of the best rated of all time, which is interesting. But um, no one ever watches the second one though. But it, apparently, it has all the things. Anyway, we can talk about The Godfather a different day. Yeah. But I was gonna say um, that what one of the things that the that the Corleone family does is they just say, hey. Everybody in our protection, you're gonna buy our olive oil. Yeah, it you know it's it's really great olive oil. If you can hear the the sarcasm. Yeah, in my it's voice. really it's the best olive oil. And like, if you don't buy it, then we're gonna make you an offer you can't refuse. 
which is you'll buy it or we'll kill you. Yeah. That's the that's what an offer you can't refuse means is that you'll die if you you'll don't die. accept it. You'll end up with a horse head in your bed. That's right. Which that's the best threat I've ever seen. It is, is an entire horse the head. The horse in that the man loves. Yeah. The one that he what did he spend? What was the number they threw out there? It was like five hundred thousand so dollars on like a personalized in, stable. In the nineteen fifties, is that when the movie? It was takes the end place? of World War Two, so nineteen forties, like late nineteen forties. Yeah, fifty thousand dollars in the nineteen forties. Yeah, so like two hundred thousand dollars now. Yeah, like something just ridiculous. an insane amount of money that he spent on this horse and a stable for it, and they just chopped its head off and put it in his bed. And the whole scene before is like he talks about it's his him, horse. It's him, talking about, it's his him horse, talking about his horse. And then it cuts to him like petting his horse and like just sitting on a fence, just looking at this beautiful creature. And then, and then the next scene is like him waking up in bed with just the severed head of his horse yeah, at exactly. the foot of his bed in his covers. Which also, I want to know what sleeping medication that guy takes to sleep through someone sticking a horse head in the bottom of his bed. Because it's not like he was on top of the covers. It was under yeah. the covers of his bed. Well, who knows? And maybe he got super drugged, too. Maybe he got super drugged with OxyContin. OxyContin. That's, that's the, right. That's the drug that the Sacklers made. Also, Sacklers, you can pay us lots of money, and we'll promote OxyContin. Co- OxyContin. OxyContin. Yeah, that's it's, right. It has, a, it has a weird end in the middle of it. That will be our drug recommendation we'll, of choice. Our drug recommendation for today. If we get the check, if we don't get the check by midnight tonight when I release this episode, <laughs> that's uh, <laughs> all of this is just going to be boo. boo. It's going to be like, uh, please, like we love, and then like, what's the? Is there like an op- opposition brand or like like Advil? I mean, technically, we love everything Pfizer came up with <laughs> instead of Purdue. There we go. Um, yeah, or. I don't know. We already talked about like all of the different brands of whatever, like SC Johnson and what was the one the that o- owns uh, like paper towels? Shoot. Uh, oh, P and G. Procter Gamble. Yeah, Procter Gamble. Procter and Gamble. Not Bounty. Not they wait, no Bounty is owned Bounty. by Procter. Yeah, yeah Bounty yeah, yeah, yeah. is owned by Procter and Gamble. That's right. I think I would, Kleenex is also owned by Procter and Gamble. And like a lot of things are owned by our P&G. souls. That's uh, not true. Never mind. Well, We're not going there. Well, we'll go there. Um, yeah. Remember when like, uh, Monopoly Busters was a thing and they would just go through and tell companies, nope, you're too big. And that's why we had like 35 different oil companies and now we have six. I mean, maybe it's, you know, those were the days. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of restricted capitalism, but as a consumer, as a consumer in the capitalist world we're in, maybe it's time for some restrictions on capitalism. (laughs) Maybe it's time to like shoot Amazon into 35 pieces. Maybe they're not allowed to own a streaming service, a data storing service, a deliver a package delivery service. Yeah. And it's, it's the a stability, music service. The stability of having investments not in one place, but in every place. Yeah. Is definitely It definitely pays of off for every company. That's for sure. But it's time to split up them being one company. I don't know if it will ever like come to that though. They just have enough money to lobby any government. Yeah, they, they have need. enough money to and just so. just give to people to, for them to vote however they want. And it's like if you wonder how politicians get rich, they're not rich. I, well, th- here's a fun thing: if you're in the United States Congress, not even as a senator, because the senators there's only a hundred of them. Yeah. As a representative, there's like what is there like five hundred of them? 
Yeah, like 530-something. Yeah. You know what you make as a representative in the federal government? How A much? year. Oh, I'm going to guess. I want to guess. Yeah, give me a guess. It's not 120000 is it? No, it's more. Oh, okay. It's more. But it has to be less than the president. So we have a good we have a good range right now. Yeah, how much do you is think it? Is it 200000 No, it's a little bit less. Okay. It's so like $170,000 a year. But that's not bad. That's like a really good salary. That's really that that's the problem. Is it's a really good salary to do nothing. I would argue that they don't do nothing. I would argue that they could do more. I mean, that's true. Yeah, I would argue that they could do way more instead of like the three things they do a year. They could maybe do 12. Welcome to the political episode. This is the politics episode. We talked about video games and now it's politics time. Um but that's a lot of money. It is a lot of money. But you don't become a millionaire off 170,000 a year. You don't. You become a millionaire by Procter and Gamble um and pharmaceutical companies and oil companies like well formerly ExxonMobil, but that one was a scam. Um got him. All of them giving you money to say that their products aren't bad and that they don't harm the environment in any such way. And, you know, yeah. sometimes companies do make a conscious effort to not harm the harm the, uh, the, the economy or the ecosystem, but most of the time they harm both. Yeah, there's not a lot of, like, like when you look at, like, hard regulation for companies, there's not a lot of buy-in to, yeah. like, saying, oh, hey... You need to do something. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like well, when there's a well, when the fine for Verizon just cutting off coverage to an area is that they said that they promised they would cover is less than the amount it would take to actually cover the area, so they'd rather just pay the fine. Like that's yeah. a problem. Yeah. Um. Like you know where like the Verizon will get hit with a because ma- Verizon just does crap all the time. Yeah. It's not just Verizon. It's all of it's all of the cellular companies. It's even the small ones. Even the small ones are terrible. Um, and we already ranted about internet in like the se- first or second episode of this show. That's right. Call um, back to internet. Thank you, Spectrum. Thank you, Spectrum. You suck. You're actually trash. You should stop sending me mail. Yeah, I got me. mail today from Spectrum. Did it? Was it the package? Yeah. It's like I already nice. pay for Spectrum. Why are you sending me things to pay for Spectrum? So you want me to spend another $45 a month and you think that's a deal? That's not a deal. It's not a deal. Not a deal. You said, inter- you said internet was $35 a month for twice the speed that I have. It was on your website. I emailed the link to representatives. Yep. I'm like, this is in our website. It's Spectrum, like us.spectrum.com slash whatever, like whatever county we're in. Yeah, that's a website. Yeah, that sounds like a, re- a website for us right here. Yeah. That's a website. Mm-hmm. That says it's $35 a month for twice the speed we have now. It's $50 a month now for half the speed you advertised, if we get speed at all. If the internet just isn't out for like hours at a time for no reason. Yeah. It's um, that's a rough part of living. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, it's so all these like cellular companies that are like, well, just give us the fine. We're not gonna change anything, but you can just give us the fine. Um, it immediately shows up in your bill. Um, because Verizon, at least for I know Verizon does this. They have like fees. 
quotation fees yeah. that they tack onto your bill, depending. And so you can tell when Verizon gets hit with a massive fine because they just make they just like triple the fees part. Hmm. Um, and then they, they they just pass off all of the expense to the customer, and they don't pay anything out of what they already what what they already have. Yeah, that's not right. And that's why like finding companies like that isn't a problem for them because they'll just make the customer pay for it on top of paying for what they already pay for. They'll just make the customer pay for the. Yeah. F- they should just force them to go into the area. Yeah. Like if you say you're going to do something, if you, if you promise cellular in this area within 10 years and it's 12 years later, you know, time to put the hammer down. It's like fine. Clearly fines aren't going to do anything. Jail time is the way to go. Oh gosh! But I mean, we, not not even that. Like, it's like like who would you imprison in a faceless corporation? Because it's though? like at that point, just threaten to break up the corporation. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, but it's like you're not going to do that because you've been lobbied, but also like you've been lobbied into thinking that these fines are fair. Yeah, and they're not because they're already not being paid for. Well, they are being paid, and that's that's the well, part, they're not being paid like, for. That's by the part the, that the government. Cares, cares about, about is that they right. get their money because they're getting paid yeah exactly because everyone knows we need to give them more money always yes anyway that's our rant it wasn't as funny as it normally is welcome to our rant we're missing we're missing the star of our show elliot if again if you wish to audition for that's the role right. of elliot dm us on twitter on instagram if you can find my linkedin page i would love to get all five thousand of your emails that's right. You can also, so if you're auditioning for Elliot, you need to do three things. One, send us your favorite emoji. Two, send us a soundbite of yourself saying, I don't know, just something. Say something about uh, June 2nd. That's right. Something about June 2nd because you need to know what happened June 2nd. You need 2nd. to know what happened June 2nd. And um, the third thing I was kind of thinking of is a little bit of like an, an impromptu, like a bitty kind of like comedy haha. You know yeah, what I'm saying? And, and, yeah. You know? It's kind of like, and considering how little impromptu comedy, haha, we've done today, we're definitely selling our part as as comedians. That's right. We're prof- we're professional comedians because we get paid for it. Exactly. Um, and um, it's it's well, time. We should be funny now. We should be funny now. Actually, Elliot has just been a character done by Levi <laughs> the entire time. It's uh, it's really funny. Don't tell them that. Well, we decided not to do it today, so might as well let it go. Elliot has been a character. He, do you know how hard it is? It is really hard. I have to go. Well, how do think? How hard do you think it is for me to edit that? Because you, you to splice the audio. Because you have to like fact? you. Rec- we pre-record all of Elliot's lines uh, before the show, and then we actually layer the audio on top of it, so we can listen to uh, Elliot quotation marks talking right. through our talkback system in the other room. And we come up with our replies on the spot to Elliot um, while while we're doing listening to the talk back. And so, depending on how long the episode is, that's like an hour and a half of pre-recording content. We're supposed to make them think that this is like an on-the-fly sh- Like, they're yeah. not supposed to yeah, know yeah. this is scripted. The, yeah, the, the, every episode is scripted. It takes weeks of work, actually. Actually, every episode has to be approved two weeks out, two weeks ahead of time. Um, Do we have to tell them about a writer now, too? Our three writers, you mean? We have a writer per character, even though Elliot is just a character. Well, I, I mean, mean, we're, we're a, all... I like, mean, I'm a character. We're both... Ca- we're, everyone we tell here them ca- my name? Yeah, we're not going to tell them our real names. That's insane. Why would we tell them our real names or what we actually do? Well, but, like, we've already let it out. Of the, like, no. I mean, come on, Fabrizio. It's like, you, you can just... <laughs> 
Hey! (laughs) 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 I ran out of script three minutes ago. (laughs) I don't know how to respond to this. Well, (sighs) and with that... I'll at least have the the dignity to not not throw back your name. Uh, but all right, Fabrizio. Hey, stop it. Stop. No. No, 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 no. Yeah, anyway, lies. There was no wedding last weekend. I didn't actually go to a candy store. All scripted. That's right. And we don't live in an unnamed Lake City. We actually live in uh the Mojave Desert. That's where we're going with? Well, that's where we live. You don't want to say we live in Venezuela? Well, no, because do you, do you think we'd be allowed to broadcast from there right now? Do you think we'd not be allowed to? I, I guarantee you we, we, been, we would not be allowed to broadcast from there. So coming straight at you from the Mojave Desert. That's right, from Venezuela. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if you... Uh, Levi's just getting sick of playing Elliot. That's and, right. And we're kind of done with all that kind of stuff. We do have writers on staff. Uh, that are willing to write this the part of Elliot still. Um, one of I mean the one was sick two weeks ago and that's why Elliot's not in this one. Yeah. Um, the only actually the only non character on the show has been Bruno. That's true. Who did audition for the part of Elliot? <laughs> that's. It's kind of honestly like like retrospectively it's kind of hard to to play Levi you know. Yeah. Like you're just here. Acting like you're a real person when you're not. Mm-hmm. Well, it's amazing how you keep up that ridiculous voice the entire time. Okay, don't come up my voice. Okay, it, you're the one that picked it. It's I. It, it's nuts. It's uh. It's like oh, it's gosh. able to be picked. Like the high stuff can be picked up, but like your mids are like never get picked up ever. I don't know what to tell you. I could just adjust them, but I don't feel like it. Because why would I adjust them when they're already perfectly set for Elliot? <laughs> you fools. All right. Well, this has been. That's uh, right. That's eighth, Fabricio. This has been this the, is the eighth episode of Lake City Variety. This one is going to be called Video Games and the No go, <laughs> Video Games and You. I don't know. Something. Like, I don't know. It's gonna be, no, well, not that. That's we'll bad. see what we talk about. Um, we'll see what we name it. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting though. Uh, peace. I peace. Guess. Yeah. <laughs>